Blog Talk Radio.
Amen, amen. Shalom, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Lord's hour tonight. Praise God, the Lord has made a way that we could come together again, that we're standing strong, we're standing steadfast, looking for the Lord's return, that we are to be about the Father's business, that we are to hear his voice and follow him and no man, know that he is our Lord and he's our Savior, and that we can come together and be still and know that he's God and that we can rest and come together in fellowship. And I just say shalom and bless each one that's listening and uh, by uh, phone and by here in the chat room. Welcome, Brother Jeremy. Bless you, brother. And uh, all that all that God uh, has made a way to come and listen uh, to the word of God and truth. Amen. But let's get started. Uh, um, it's only me tonight. Be praying for me. Uh, Sis Brenda is out helping a friend that... Uh, they're going through a situation uh, where their um, her best friend's father is about ready to pass, and she's helping the family. They've been close to her, and she's down there helping. So uh, be praying for Sis Brenda. And I just found out I got a text. My son's on his way home. I did this is unexpected, but he is uh, somewhere near El Paso, Texas, on his way home here to Texas from Arizona. So. Uh, be praying for traveling mercies for my son, Joshua. And uh, praise God. Shalom there, Brother J. Mike. Welcome to the Lord's hour. Bless you, brother. And uh, all that, that uh, by Skype and whatever way God has to come hear the truth of God's word in such a time as this. And join me in prayer, brothers and sisters, as we prepare to come together to worship and honor the Lord and to share the truth of God's word. Amen. Father God, we just thank you and praise you for this night. Lord God, we come humble before you. We're grateful for another day. And Lord, that we learn to take a day at a time and that we look to you, Father. And know, Lord, that it's your perfect way and time of what has happened in our lives in this world now. You are in total control, Lord. God is in control. And Lord, that we would trust you. And Lord, that we know we're in the time of season of your return. We know we're in the time of season of judgment. And that, Lord, it's all in your hands, and we trust you. Lord, that we keep looking up, watching, and praying. And, Father, that we prepare ourselves, and be, that we be ready, as you have called us to be ready, in such a time as this. Lord, I pray for the protection of your mighty Holy Spirit. Lord God, I pray for the applied blood of Jesus over our hearts and minds. Protect us, Lord, from the enemy, from the lies and deception, and all that he would try to do to cause uh, uh, confusion or interfere we rebuke him in the name of Jesus the glorious Lord Jesus who has all authority and they recognize it and the devil and the demons of hell flee from the name of Jesus and his authority nothing of ourselves Lord but by your name we stand by your name we stand Lord and we're grateful and praise you we thank you for the mighty angels of God are watching over and protecting each one of us in our household. And here at the Lord's hour, Father. We thank for your presence, O oh Lord. And know that as your presence is here, that this is holy ground. And the Lord would say, as he said to Moses, Take off thy shoes, for you're standing on holy ground. Hallelujah. And the presence of the Lord and the glory of the Lord would fill this place, O oh Lord. Lord, we pray for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. For we can do nothing without you. And we thank you for the Holy Spirit in our lives, Lord. And we give you glory and honor and praise tonight. 
And Father, we do pray that you draw in the people that are searching, the ones that are lost and confused, and that are looking for hope and looking for truth and looking for true life. Father, we pray you draw them in, and they will come to your Son, the Lord Jesus. Lord God, I pray for each one that are listening by phone, in the chat room, and anyone, any way you have, Lord, that you make a way. Their, their lives will be changed as they come in contact with the risen Lord and your word. In the name of Jesus, amen, hallelujah. Praise God. All right, brothers and sisters, let's get together here. And um, Oh, yeah, and shalom there, Sis Crystal. I see you listening to my phone. Ah, there. Shalom there, Sis Brenda. Good to see you. Uh, be praying. Uh, uh, be praying, my wife. My son is on his way. He just uh, texts me. He's somewhere near El Paso, so we need to be praying for traveling mercies. Okay, baby? All right, well, praise God uh, for each person. And let's get this thing started. Let's get started worshiping the Lord. Spirit fall, hallelujah. Spirit fall. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Oh, the comforter, the strengthener, the teacher, the one who admonishes us, the one who sustains us in this life, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, we need you, Holy Spirit. We need you. Be filled with you. Hallelujah. All on us, all on us, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shalom there, sister. Eyes are gay. Bless you, sister. Welcome to the Lord's house. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit. Thank you. 
salvation. and honor you. We just thank you for this Holy Spirit to move here at the Lord's hour and in our lives. Lord God, I pray for the protection of the airways and the connection and make able people to be in the chat room, Lord, and be able to stay there and they be able to call by phone and Skype and whichever way. Draw them in, Father, and protect them and protect the connections and the airways and every way thing from the enemy. We pray for the applied blood of Jesus over the phone lines, the computers, and over the connections, and Lord, to be able to hear the truth and come worship and honor you and fellowship with one another in these days, we pray in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, spirit move, spirit fall now, the spirit move, amen, hallelujah, oh yeah, feel it in your bones, ha <laughs> ha hallelujah, I feel it in my bones, you're about to move, amen, you feel it in your bones, Feel it in the wind you're about to ride Amen. You said that you would pour your spirit out. You said that you would fall on sons and daughters.
Come to worship, Spirit fall. Oh, Holy Spirit move. 
And praise God, spirit speaks. Amen. Spirit speaks. Hallelujah. Your spirit speaks in moves me. And I awaken to your love. Welcome, guests. Welcome to the Lord's Hour. Pray and be blessed. Onto my knees. And I Astounded by your love, you spoke into my heart, and you are the air I breathe. You are the air I breathe. Still, you move inside of me. You are Praise you, Lord. All oh, the presence of the Lord. Feel his presence. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You Hallelujah.
God, hallelujah. Lord, I keep praying, Lord. Lord, I pray that you make a way for the connections to stay, Lord, where people can stay within the chat room and can stay on the phones. Lord, make a way. We rebuke you, Satan. We rebuke you, world system, trying to hinder God's message here in God's place. We rebuke you in the name of Jesus. And we pray, Father, to protect the connections and the airways and make a way that seems to be no way, that you're able, Lord, and we trust you. And we praise you and thank you for this night. And we learn more about your Holy Spirit and what we should be, what we producing in our lives tonight. In the name of Jesus, amen. Lord God, pray this, amen, amen. Praise God. Well, bless you, uh, House Mama 57. Praise God. Bless you, sister. Good to see you here at the Lord's Hour and all that are listening. Praise God, our guests. You're welcome here. I pray that you are blessed and that you will hear the truth. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, tonight, brothers and sisters, the message tonight, fruit of the Spirit, amen? What we should, we should be producing in our lives, is it good fruit or is it bad fruit? It better be good fruit, amen? Be prepared for the Lord's coming. Shalom, brothers and sisters. Mercy and grace and love from God the Father, God the Son, Jesus Christ, and God the Holy Spirit who lives in you. Amen. Hallelujah. As we continue to learn how we are to be ready for the Lord's coming, for for us, his church, his body, his bride, as we have learned in the previous weeks about how we are to be living daily, that we are to be humble, submitted, and obedient. We are to love the Lord thy God with all our heart, mind, and soul. We are to worship and honor him. We are to serve him with our daily life. He gave his life for us, so we should give our life for him, for him. Amen. So from this, as the Holy Spirit is teaching us, making us, molding us, sanctifying us each day, we are supposed to be producing something. Amen. Tonight, we will study and learn about what we are to produce. As born-again, spirit-filled believers, We are to be producing the character of God in our lives, our Father's traits and ways. You know that we as parents, that our children watch us and learn from us and will do the same things we do. As we in the flesh, this can be good and this can be bad too. God have mercy. I know as parents and as believers, we want to teach our children the ways of the Lord. Pointing to him. Watch him. Learn from him. Hear his voice. Seek his word daily. When my children were young, I tried to teach them about the Lord and taught about prayer and studying God's word. They know about God. They loved him and was learning about him. Then the old flesh got in the way in my life, and I was being a good example. 
and they saw and they learned some fleshy things and attitudes. Then I let them go to secular schools where they were misled more. Yes, we pray for our children, and we ask God, please, Lord, bring them back to you. Learn, I mean, let me now be a godly example to them. Brothers and sisters, my children are grown, and so we still try to share the truth with them and pray for them and trust the Lord in his what he says about our children. Amen. Two scriptures and promises of our heavenly I cling to for them. Amen. The first one is Proverbs 22, 6. And if anybody in the chat room, if you look at the and you want to serve, if you look at the scripture in the chat room, I appreciate it. That she is helping a friend. So if anyone wants to put up the scripture, it's out. If you have like Bible Gateway, or Bible Hub, or whatever, this is the amplified version of the scripture I'll be sharing. And uh, this is the first scripture, Proverbs 22, verse 6. Proverbs 22, verse 6. Train up a child in the way he should go, teaching him to seek God's wisdom and will for his abilities and talents. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Amen to that. As the Lord always does, as the mighty Holy Spirit always does, there is more to learn here. It is very important about being able to produce this fruit and still the promise that I have faith in that the Lord Jesus will bring our lost loved ones in. He will bring back our lukewarm and backslidden children in and praying that they are filled with the spirit of the living God. Amen. Hallelujah. Acts 11 Verses 1 through 18. Acts 11, 1 through 18. This is the account of Peter coming in contact with Gentiles. Peter reports to Jerusalem where the head, I mean, where the, the leadership of the church was at that time. Now, the apostles and the believers who throughout Judea heard with astonishment that the Gentiles also had received and accepted the word of God. The message concerning salvation through Christ. So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, those of the circumcision, certain Jewish believers who followed the law, took issue with him for violating Jewish custom. Oh, there's always a religious crowd in there, Lord have mercy. Saying, you went to uncircumcised men and even ate with them? But Peter began at the beginning and explain the events to them step by step saying, I was in the city of Joppa praying and in a trance and I saw a vision of an object coming down from heaven like a huge sheet being lowered by four corners and it descended until it came right down to me. And looking closely at it, I saw all kinds of four-footed animals of the earth and saw wild beasts and crawling creatures and the birds of the air, both clean and unclean according to the law. And I also heard a voice saying to me, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. But I said, Not all not all not at all, Lord, for nothing common, unholy or ceremonially unclean has ever entered my mouth. But the voice from heaven answered a second time. What God has cleansed and pronounced clean, no longer considered common unholy. 
This happened three times, and everything was drawn up again into heaven. And right then, the three men who had been sent to me from Caesarea arrived at the house where we were staying. The Spirit told me to go with them without the slightest hesitation. So these six brothers also went with me, and we went to the man's house. And Cornelius told us how he had seen an angel standing in his house saying, Send word to Joppa and have Simon, who is also called Peter, brought here. He will bring a message to you by which you will be saved and granted eternal life, you and all your household. Hallelujah. That's your family, brothers and sisters. Keep praying for them. Keep trusting the Lord. This promise is for Cornelius, but this promise is for us too. Amen. When I began to speak, listen to this. When I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell on them as he did on us at the beginning at Pentecost. Then I remembered the word of the Lord, how he used to say, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So if God gave Gentiles the same gift equally as he gave us after we accepted and believed and trusted in the Lord Jesus as Savior, who was I to interfere or stand in God's way? There's a lot of people or a lot of people in pulpits that need to know this. You need to get out of the way of God and let the Lord move in people's life and in your churches or the buildings where you're at. The true church is the, living, is the church of the living God or people. But we need to understand when we see God moving, get out of the way. Let him move, amen? They quiet down and glorified and praise God, saying, then God has also granted to the Gentiles repentance that leads to eternal life. That is real life after earthly death, amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. This is so profound for us who were Gentiles. Yes, God has always a plan to save all people that not one would perish. So when this event happened, the Jews were amazed. Thank God that this happened. Three points from this portion of Scripture. Point one, verse 14. He will bring a message to you by which you will be saved and granted eternal life, you and all your household. Amen. That is a great promise for us, brothers and sisters. That is a great promise. The other promise that I hang on to, and each of you should, to that like Cornelius, as we believe that all of our household or all our family will be saved. Having faith in our God and Savior, he is able to save them. Praying that when I was fleshly in front of my kids, that this influence will not lead them away from the Lord, knowing that I am just a man and do make mistakes. But all our children out there listening, know this. We have a Heavenly Father who will never fail you or be a bad example. Amen? I would encourage all you parents, keep bringing up your children in the way of the Lord. I would warn you, pray diligently about them going to public school or definitely in college now. Even some of the so-called Christian ones. This is between you and the Lord. But by my experience with the secular school system, 
No way would I let my children go there now. Same way would I, I mean, uh, say, uh, some, I mean, same way, I mean, some way I would homeschool them and seek out a godly college that still is teaching the ways of the Lord. Point two, the promise of God that Jesus told his disciples about that would come when he went to heaven now is coming upon Gentiles. When I began to speak, the Holy Spirit, this is verse 15. When I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell on them as he did on us at the beginning at Pentecost. Then I remembered the word of the Lord, how he used to say, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Glory to God. Thank you, Father, for this great promise that you gave us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Point three. This point is to all that tell people there is no baptism of the Holy Spirit, that people will get all the spirit they are going to get when saved. This is not the truth. This is not what the Word of God says. Listen and take Peter's advice. Verse uh, 17. So if God gave Gentiles the same gift equally as he gave us after we accept it, you hear this? After we accept it and believe and trust it in the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior, who was I to interfere and stand in God's way? Amen. Praise God. God is all truth. Let every man be a liar. Listen to him. Hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to any of you who believe in Christ and are saved. To be able to make him Lord of your life personally, be able to truly love and serve him well, you need the gift of the Father. You need the baptism and the filling of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, again, as Peter is reporting and sharing to the church in Jerusalem, to the leaders of the church of Jesus Christ, look how they respond. When they heard this, they quieted down and glorified and praised God, saying, Then God has also granted to the Gentiles repentance that leads to eternal life. That is real life after the earthly death. Amen? glory to the Lord. Oh, almost forgot, point four. Then God also granted to the Gentiles repentant, repentance that leads to eternal life. All who want to go home in the rapture, all who want to please God daily, you have to be repenting daily as the Holy Spirit leads you to repentance when we sin. Amen? Knowing now that with him in our lives, that sin does not reign in us, does not control us, but we still deal with this flesh each day. Brings us back to our lesson about the fruit of the Spirit. Amen? When we are producing this kind of fruit, there is not much room at all for the flesh. Amen? That's a good thing, praise God. So the first thing we will look at is how we can... Uh, how can this fruit be produced? Go to the book of John. Amen? John chapter 15. John, uh, John chapter 15, 
Jesus is the vine, followers are the branches. John 15, verses 1 through 9. 1 through 9. John 15, verses 1 through 9. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that continues to bear fruit, he he repeatedly prunes so that it will bear more fruit, even richer and finer fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have given you, the teachings which I have discussed with you. Remain, Remain in me, and I will remain in you. Just as no branch can bear fruit by itself without remaining in the vine, neither can you bear fruit. Producing evidence of your faith unless you remain in me. Oh, there. Shalom there, sis Marietta. Bless you, sister. Welcome to the Lord's hour. Good to see you, sis. Praise God. I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him bears much fruit. For otherwise, apart from me, that is, cut off from vital union with me, you can do nothing. Oh, amen to that. If anyone does not remain in me, he is thrown out like a broken off branch, withers and dies, and they gather such branches, throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, that is, if you are vitally united and my message lives in your heart, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified and honored by this. When you bear much fruit and prove yourselves to be my true disciples. So very clear, we are to remain in the vine of life. The tree of life is a life giver, Jesus Christ. How can we do this? We are just the branches without the life-giving spirit that flows from the true vine. We will weather and die. We have to have the life-giving water of the Holy Spirit daily. We have to abide and be connected to Christ, even life and have eternal life. This is very vital union. Without the Spirit, we will not produce fruit. Amen? The other point is that our Lord tells us he is the living vine, and the Father is the vine dresser, and he prunes the branches when needed. As a person at a time when I had a house and I had a yard and trees, I know what this means. To make a tree grow and be strong and healthy and to let it not get out of control, and cause harm and damage in your yard or on your house, it has to be pruned. Let's look what the Lord says the Father does. In verse uh, 1, I do believe it, yeah, verse 1 of uh, John 15. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch that bears, I mean, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that continues to bear fruit, he repeatedly prunes so that it will bear more fruit, even richer and finer fruit. So, brothers and sisters, when he does this, we are being made ready by a loving father who wants a perfect bride for his beloved son. He wants us to be what he intended for us to be. 
He does this pruning to get the things out of our life that hinder us to produce good fruit. Amen? When this pruning happens, you will feel or sense in your spirit that I need to get this out of my life, that I need to repent of this and go the way the Father wants me to go. Brothers and sisters, reminds me when I was a child and we would do something we were not supposed to do and mom or dad or other authority in our lives would see or catch us, we would be disciplined. Be told, don't do this, it is wrong. It is dangerous for you, and you can be hurt or harmed if you do this anymore. Well, we would get disciplined. We would be told what we are supposed to do instead or what we're not supposed to do anymore. This is the same for us as believers. We are children of God now. We are his sons and daughters. We are to learn from our mistakes and choices we make. When we choose the flesh, the spirit inside you will let you know. No, do not do this. It is sin. This does not please the Father. And most of the time, being hard-headed because of the flesh, we have to learn a lesson when we are disciplined from our loving Father. When this is revealed and when we understand as the spirit shows us and tells us, then we will produce, this will produce repentance, which is saying, Lord, I was wrong. Forgive me and help me do the right thing that you want me to do. As a believer, this should be happening in your life daily. If not, examine yourself. Make sure you are a child of God. Very important. Let's look at the word of God says about this, a father's discipline. Oh, bless you, sis, sunshine. Welcome to the Lord's hour. Praise God. Good to see you here, sis. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Praise God for sis, sunshine. Okay, let's go to Hebrews 12. Hebrews 12, verses 4 through 11. And praise God. Is, is that you, sis? Isaac Gates putting up the scripture? Bless you, sister. Thank, I thank you for sharing God's word. Amen. Hallelujah. You have not yet struggled to the point of shedding blood in your striving against sin. And you have forgotten, I mean, and have you forgotten the divine word of encouragement which is addressed to you as sons and as daughters? My son, do not make light of the discipline of the Lord. And do not lose heart and give up when you are corrected by him. Oh, there. Bless you, Brother Al. Welcome. You and Sis Dottie, bless you. Praise God. Hallelujah. God's people coming together. Amen. Hallelujah. Bless you, brother. Welcome to the Lord's hour. Verse 6. For the Lord disciplines and corrects those who he loves, and he punishes every son whom he receives and welcomes to his heart. You must submit to correction for the purpose of discipline. God is dealing with you as with sons. For what son is there? whom his father does not discipline. Now, if you are exempt from correction and without discipline, in which all of God's children share, then you're illegitimate children and not sons at all. Moreover, we have had earthly fathers who disciplined us, and we submitted and respected them for training us. 
Shall we not so much more willing submit to the Father of spirits and live by learning from his discipline? For our earthly fathers discipline us only for a short time, it seemed best to them. But he disciplined us for our good, so that we may share in his holiness. For the time being, no discipline brings joy, but seems sad and painful. Yet to those who have been trained by it, afterward it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. Right standing with God in a lifestyle and attitude that seeks conformity to God's will and purpose. I'm telling you, as a man and as anybody who's a woman, you want to be in right standing with God. You do not want to be an illegitimate child. Oh, no. You want to be standing in the truth of God. You want to be reconciled with the Father. You truly do. So we see that God the Father is the vine dresser because he loves his son and he loves us. What this pruning and discipline produces in our life. Afterward, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. Amen. So now we see what we need to produce this fruit. Now let's look at the kind of fruit we need in our lives. Amen. Galatians chapter 5. Verse 22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit, the result of his presence within us, oh, thank you, Lord, for your presence, is love, unselfish concern for others, joy, inner peace, patience, not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting. That's, that's a good one. That's pretty powerful there, isn't it? Not the ability to wait, but how you act when you're waiting, amen? Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. There is nine fruit. Why do you think there is nine? I looked in the number nine in the word of God, and what this number means to God is this. Fruit of the Spirit. Divine completeness from the Father. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me say that again. Nine in the Word of God means the fruit of the Spirit. Divine completeness from the Father. Praise God. You can't make this stuff up. God always has a way and purpose for all things. Amen. So we will study and learn about these fruits that the Father wants us to produce in our lives. Number one is love. Song 5, verse 7. Song 5, verse 7. But as for me, I will enter your house through the abundance of your steadfast love and tender mercy. At your holy temple, I will bow obediently in reverence for you. The Lord gives us steadfast love. Amen. Psalms 23 Verse 6, Psalms 23, verse 6. Surely, goodness and mercy and unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell forever throughout all my days in the house in the presence of the Lord. Unfailing love from the Lord, 
The Lord Jesus will never, ever fail you. Men and women will fail you, but the Lord God will not. It is not his nature or character. Amen. Psalms 31, verse 23. Oh, love the Lord, all you his godly ones. The Lord preserves the faithful, those with moral and spiritual integrity, and fully repays the self-righteous of the arrogant. Oh, it's good to be humble. It's very good to be humble. You have to look to the example of the Lord Jesus. He was very humble. Humble to the place where he even died on a cross. That's how humble he was. And he tells us to take up of our cross daily. That we are to die to self and self-righteousness and being arrogant and prideful. That we are to be humble, humble, excuse me, humble, lowly in heart. To have an attitude of a servant and to worship and honor the Lord and bow before him and not shake our fists at him. Amen. Hallelujah. A contrast here and a warning to all who are self-righteous and prideful. You can't love if you are self-righteous. Because you will be judging people all the time. You can't be loving if you are prideful. Because you are so full of yourself that no one else matters. God have mercy on your souls. Because the warning is that these, this, those who are this way, the, I mean these, excuse me, the warning is for these who are this way, the Lord God will fully repay for, repay you for this. God have mercy. Now let's move to Psalm 40, verse 16. Let all who seek you rejoice and glad in you. Let those who love your salvation say continually, the Lord be magnified. Hallelujah. We are to love the salvation that he has given us. Amen. Oh, that we love the Lord for the salvation he has given us. Praise God. Hallelujah. There is no other name, there is no other person where a person can be saved but through the Lord Jesus, the Son of the living God. Hallelujah. You truly need this fruit in your life. Look at this next scripture. When you do not have love for the Father and our Lord Jesus, then you produce rotten fruit. Song 78, verse 58. Song 78, verse 58. Uh, shalom there, Brother uh, Ivan. Welcome to the Lord's hour, brother. Welcome to the Lord's hour. For they, re they, broke, for they provoked him to righteous anger with their high places, devoted to idol worship, and moved him to jealousy with their carved images by denying him the love of, Worship in obedience that is rightfully and uniquely his. God have mercy. When you love false gods or ourselves more than God, we produce rotten fruit. When this happens, the tree will wither and die. It is good for nothing except to be thrown into the fire and be burned. God have mercy. God have mercy. This is why Christ came, without his life-giving blood, to wash us clean, without his life-giving spirit. This is the kind of fruit you will produce, the fruit of the flesh, 
Let's look at what Paul says about this fruit. Galatians 5, verses 19 through 21. Now the practices, listen to this. Now the practices of this sinful nature are clearly evident. They are sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, total irresponsibility, lack of self-control, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, disputes, dissension, factions. They promote heresy, envy, drunkenness, riotness behavior, other things like these. I warn you beforehand, just as I did previously, that those who practice such things will not. I say again by God's world, I mean God's word, excuse me, will not inherit the kingdom of God. These produce death, not just physical death, but eternal death. The second death it is called in God's word. You truly do not want this kind of fruit in your life. If the Holy Spirit is revealing anything like this in your life, repent of it. Ask God to help you produce good fruit that leads to life, eternal life. Amen? Two more important points about this fruit. There is so much about this very important fruit. We could be here all night and days too. But trying to point out the most important points about this. Go to Matthew 22, verses 36 through 40. Matthew 22, verses 36 through 40. Teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus replied to them, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. That is, unselfishly seek the best and hire good for others. The whole law and the writings of the prophets depend on these two commandments. Amen. Not a request, not a request from the Lord God, but a commandment. Amen. Then the other one is what Paul writes to the Corinthians and us too. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, the excellency of love. The excellence of love. The excellence of love, excuse me. <clears throat> 1 Corinthians chapter 13, 1 through 13. All glory to your name, Lord. How important is love? The number one fruit. If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love for others growing out of God's love for me, then I have become only as a noisy gong and a clanging cymbal, just an annoying distraction. And if I give, and if I have the gift of prophecy and speak a new message from God to the people and understand all mysteries and possess all knowledge, and if I have all sufficient faith so that I can remove mountains but do not have love reaching out to others, I am nothing. If I give all my possessions to feed the poor, and if I surrender my body to be burned, but do not have love, it does not mean no good at all. Love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful and is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag 
It is not proud or arrogant. It does not. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not provoked, nor overly sensitive and easily angered. It does not take into account a wrong endured. It does not rejoice at the injustice, but rejoices with the truth. When right and truth prevail, love bears all things, regardless of what come. Believes all things, looking for the best in each one. Hope in all things, remaining steadfast during difficult times. Oh, praise God. See, that's what we need to be doing now. Hope in all things. We're looking for the blessed hope. Remain steadfast during difficult times. Endure all things without weakening. Love never fails. Oh, thank you, Lord. It never fades nor ends. But as for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for the gift of special knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, for our knowledge is fragmentary and incomplete. But when that which is complete and perfect comes, that which is incomplete and partial will pass away. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I did away with childish things. For now, in this time of imperfection, we see in a mirror dimly a blurred reflection, a riddle, and an enigma. But when, but then, when the time of perfection comes, we will see reality, the faith. Now I know in part, just in fragments. But then I will know fully, just as I've been fully known by God. And now there remains faith, abiding trust in God and his promises, his promises, hope, confident expectation of eternal salvation, love, unselfish love for others, growing out of God's love for me. These three, the choices, graces, but the greatest of these is love. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your love. Hallelujah. Oh, praise your name, Lord, for love. You are pure love, Lord. And I pray we reflect the love that you have for us to others, oh, Lord, to see godly, I mean, to see you truly, Lord, who you are and what you have done in our lives. Amen. One of the greatest chapter, chapters in the word of God, one that we'll need to take heed to. The next fruit is joy. The next fruit is joy. Hallelujah. We will go back to that chapter about the vine, and we are the branches. And when this godly fruit is produced, look what the Lord says it will produce in our life. John chapter 15, verse 11. I have told you these things so that my joy and delight may be in you that your joy may be made full and complete, overflowing. Amen. Praise God. We need overflowing joy, don't we, brothers and sisters? Oh, yes, we do in these days. Hallelujah. With all that's going on in the world and what you see in the news, oh, we need the joy of the Lord to be our strength. Psalm 4, verse 8. Psalm 4, verse 8. You have put joy in my heart. More than others know, when their wheat and new wine have yielded abundantly, 
Amen, brothers and sisters. New wine is always referring, I mean, referencing to the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Oh, yes, Lord. We need the new wine. Praise God. Song 5, verse 11. Song 5, verse 11. But let all who take refuge and put their trust in you rejoice. Let them ever sing for joy because you cover and shelter them. Let those who love your name be joyful and exult in you. Amen. Hallelujah. Songs 19, verse 8. Songs 19, verse 8. The precepts of the Lord are right, bringing joy to the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. Amen. The joy to the heart. Praise God. Psalm 47, verse 1. Psalm 47, verse 1. Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Shout to God with a voice of triumph. Songs of joy. Amen. Songs of joy from producing this fruit in our lives. That we are to shout, hallelujah. Shout and praise the Lord, hallelujah. That we're excited about the Lord God. Amen. Like everybody excited about sports and Olympics and God have mercy. Anybody get excited about the so-called election in America? I think being shout and being excited about the Lord and shouting for him is more, is better. Amen. Song 51, verse 12. Song 51, verse 12. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. Oh, hallelujah. Stain me with a willing spirit. Amen. We are to love his salvation and we are to have joy of his salvation in our life. Song 71, verse 23. Song 71, verse 23. My lips will shout for joy when I sing praises to you, and my soul which you have redeemed. Oh, thank you, Lord. Amen. Shouts of joy. Glory to God. We shout joy, joy, joy. Thank you, Lord. All that you have done, all that you are doing, and all that you're going to do in our lives. Hallelujah. Listen to this promise to ones who are listening for God's trumpet blast. Song 89, verse 15. Song 89, verse 15. Blessed and happy are the people who know the joyful sound of the trumpet blast. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Listen to that again. Blessed and happy are the people who know the joyful sound of the trumpet blast. They walk, O Lord, in the light, in favor of your countenance. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You better be watching and praying. You better be making yourself ready. And you better have your spiritual ears in tune to his trumpet blast, announcing his coming for us, the blessed of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to his name. Thank you, Lord. Oh, that we're watching and we're praying and we're looking for our blessed hope. We're looking for the Lord to come. Hallelujah. This day is holy. This day is holy. Nehemiah, Nehemiah chapter 8, verses 9 through 12. Then Nehemiah, who was the governor, and Ezra the priest, and the scribes and the Levites who taught the people said to all the people, This day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn or weep. 
For all the people were weeping when they heard the words of the law. Then Ezra said to them, Go your way, eat the rich festival food, drink the sweet drink, and send portions to him for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to our Lord. And do not be worried, for the joy of the Lord is your strength and your stronghold. Oh, yes. There can be godly strongholds. I know we always talk about the uh, devil stronghold, but there's godly stronghold too. Hallelujah. So the Levite quieted all the people saying, Be still, for the day is holy. Do not be worried. That's what the Lord is saying now, brothers and sisters. He's saying to us, the church, now in these days, these last days, be still, for the day is holy. Do not be worried. Then all the people went on their way to eat and drink and to send portions of the food to others. And they celebrate a great festival because they understood the words which had been communicated to them. Amen. Thank you, Lord, that the joy in our lives is our strength and our stronghold of righteousness. Hallelujah. That's the kind of stronghold you need in your life. You need the stronghold of righteousness. The next four scriptures from the Beatitudes about joy. Matthew 5, verse 6. Blessed, joyful, nourished by God's goodness are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Those who actually seek right standing with God, for they will be completely satisfied. Hallelujah. Matthew 5, verse 9. Blessed, spiritually calm, with life, joy, in God's favor, are the makers and maintainers of peace, for they will express his character and will be called the sons of God. And daughters, praise God, the Lord has sons and daughters. Amen. Blessed in more, uh, excuse me, Matthew 5, verse 11. Matthew 5, verse 11. Blessed and morally courageous and spiritually alive with life, joy, and God's goodness are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil things against you because your association with me. Hallelujah. Matthew 5, verse 12. Be glad and exceedingly joyful, for your reward in heaven is great. Absolutely inexhaustible. For in this same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. All this fruit in our life and this fruit will be produced when we obey what the Lord is telling us here. Amen. Like we see the results in maturity and completeness of love. Now we see these two scriptures you will see what the maturity and completeness of joy. Revelations chapter 19, verse 7. Revelations chapter 19, verse 7. Let us rejoice and shout for joy. Let us give him glory, honor, for the marriage of the Lamb has come at last, and his bride, the redeemed, has prepared herself. Hallelujah. And then the other scripture is Revelations 22, verse 3. 22, verse 3. They will no longer exist 
anything that is cursed because sin and illness and death are gone. And the throne of God and of the Lamb will be in it. And his bondservants will serve and worship him with great awe and joy and loving devotion. Hallelujah. Oh, brothers and sisters, do you see the promises of God? What he does is eternal. And he is going to destroy this curse. Curse will be no more. No sin, no illness, and no death are gone. Hallelujah. What a great day that will be. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Give him a shout of joy for this promise. And this will be fulfilled in each of our lives who loves the Lord our God. Amen. Amen. That's right, Brother Ivan. It will be all gone. Oh, God's promises are true because God is not a man that will lie. He will keep his promises. His word will not come back void. It will accomplish what he wants it to accomplish. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go to the third fruit. Peace. Oh, is people seeking peace these days? I mean, with the stressful, stressful, hurry up, rush, get it done, be busy. Life. I mean, I think I can share, uh, someone shared about uh, uh, when Satan had a meeting with his demons and talking about what they want to do to us. They want to keep us busy. Busy. Being under the being under Satan's yoke. That's what the acronym for busy means. Oh, he wants you distracted. Oh, he wants you busy about doing all kinds of stuff. He don't want you to be still and know that the Lord is God. He wants you to have a complicated life. God wants us to have a simple life. You know, brother, sister, I'm learning something. As I work in a retail establishment, and as they cannot ever seem like to be satisfied with the different technologies, and I'm telling you this for sure, learning that technology brings stress. Technology wears you out. That's what it's all about. They think they're trying to improve of what God made. Well, God's ways are so much higher than man. And I'm telling you, technology is a big lie about distraction and deception. I I'm, praise God, the Lord does use what this technology we have because there's many that are here together from different parts of this country and world. And others will listen by archive. So it has good points. But we do have to be careful because we don't want to be busy. We don't want to be like, uh, um, I think it was, if I'm mistaken, it was Martha. Yes, Martha was busy about, you know, getting the dinner and everything ready. And she got upset at Mary. And the Lord says, Martha, Mary has picked, Mary has chosen the greater to sit at my feet. There's always time to, you know, fix food and stuff. But there's sometimes we just need to be stopped and be still and know that he is God. And to sit at the feet of our Lord Jesus, our master, our teacher, and be taught by the Holy Spirit each day. Amen. Okay, peace. Song 4, verse 8. Song 4, verse 8. In peace and with a tranquil heart, We'll both lie down and sleep. 
For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety and confident trust. A great promise for us who trust in the Lord, that we can lay down and sleep in peace because we trust him that he is in total control. Amen. To the ones who are not laying down in peace each night, as you see and hear all the horrible things happening in the world, to the ones where there is no peace in your personal life because of sin in your flesh, good news. You can have this peace that we have through the Lord Jesus, who is the Prince of Peace. Amen. Call to him from your heart. You can have this peace too. Song 29, verse 11. Song 29, verse 11. Let me get a drink here, brothers and sisters, before I move on. Hallelujah. The Lord will give unyielding, impenetrable, well, can't penetrate. Anyway, impenetrable, there we go, strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Peace is a blessing from the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. One of his many blessings in our life. Song 34, verse 14. Psalm 34, verse 14. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Amen. Seek this fruit and pursue it in your life. Philippians 1, verse 2. Philippians 1, verse 2. Grace to you and peace. Inner calm and spiritual well-being from God our Father and the Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you give this to us. Uh, Philippians, I think it is 1-4. I didn't put down the reference, but I know it's, uh, I think it's the same chapter. Uh, Let me look real quick. It's a second, brothers and sisters. I want to make sure we're looking at the Right scripture. Praise his name. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. I'll find it here in a minute because there's only four chapters in Philippians. Chapter 4. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to write that down. Somebody needs to see this as we're left this left behind to help somebody come to Christ. Write down that reference. Philippians chapter 4. Starting with verse 4. Amen. I think it's four through seven. Amen. All right. Thank you, Lord. All right. Well, that's that's the it tells you that you know uh, that's why we need the Lord. That's why we need the Holy Spirit because we're not perfect. Amen. We made mistakes. Philippians four, verses four through seven. Rejoice in the Lord always. Delight and take pleasure in Him. And again, I say, rejoice. Let your gentle spirit. 
your gracious, unselfish mercy, tolerance, and patience be known to all people. The Lord is near. Verse 6. Do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything, every circumstance and situation, by prayer, petition, with thanksgiving, continue to make your specific request known to God. Oh, here's the great promise. And the peace of God, that peace that which reassures the heart, that peace which transcends all understanding, that peace which stands guard over your hearts and minds, and Christ Jesus is yours. Hallelujah. Oh, what great peace that is. Amen. Hallelujah. The promise to his church and his bride. Revelations chapter 1, verse 4. Message to the seven churches. John, to the seven churches that are in the province of Asia, grace be granted to you, and peace, inner calm, and spiritual well-being from him who is existing forever and who is continue existing in the past. And who is to come. And from the seven spirits that are before his throne. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The next fruit. Number four. Is patience. Patience. Ecclesiastes. Chapter seven. Verse eight. The end of the matter is better than its beginning. Patience of the spirit is better than haughtiness of the spirit of pride. So patience goes hand in hand with being humble. Amen? Patience goes hand in hand with being humble. Go to Luke 8, verse 15. Luke 8, verse 15. But as for the seed in the good soil, these are the ones who have heard the word of God, I mean, excuse me, the word, uh, uh, heard the word with a good and noble heart and hold on to it tightly and bear fruit with patience. Amen? You have to bear fruit with patience. So this fruit has effect on all other fruits of the Spirit. Amen? It's awesome what God reveals when you be still and let him teach you. Bear fruit with patience. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4. Love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful and is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag and is not proud or arrogant. Amen. Love endures with this other fruit, patience. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 6. In purity and sincerity, in knowledge, in spiritual insight, in patience, in kindness, in the Holy Spirit, in genuine love. Amen to this. Colossians 1, verse 11. Colossians 1. Verse 11, 
We pray that you may be strengthened, invigorated with all power according to his glorious might, to attain every kind of endurance and patience with joy. Amen. Patience with joy. Hallelujah. Patience with love. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. With all the other fruits, patience is part of it. It affects all the other fruits. James 1, verses 2 through 8. James 1, 2 through 8. Consider it nothing but joy, my brothers and sisters. <laughs> oh, have you ever thought of that thought when you come into various trials? <laughs> oh, that's what we're supposed to be thinking, because the joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. Consider it nothing but joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you fall into various trial. Uh, be, be assured that the testing of your faith through experience produces endurance, leading to spiritual maturity and inner peace. There's that pruning. Remember, the Father is the vine dresser, and he does the pruning on us to reduce this endurance, amen, spiritual maturity and inner peace. And let endurance have its perfect result. And do a thorough work so that you may be perfect and completely developed in your faith, lack in nothing. So the results of this pruning, of the refining and being molded, is patience. Amen. Number five, the fruit of the Spirit is kindness. The fifth fruit is kindness. Proverbs 3 Verse 3, do not let mercy and kindness and truth lead you. Instead, let these qualities define you. Bind them securely around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Amen, brothers and sisters. Let this fruit define us. Amen. Proverbs 14, verse 22. Proverbs 14, verse 22. Do they not go astray who divides evil and wander from the way of righteousness? Kindness and truth will be to those who devise good. Amen. Kindness and truth go hand in hand, hand in hand to devise good. Oh, I pray, brothers and sisters, that this is what people say about us. Oh, yes, that guy, he's kind. and uh, He's kind toward people. Yes, that, that lady, she's kind toward people. Oh, this should be part of our character, who we are. Luke 6, verse 28. Luke 6, verse 28. Bless and show kindness to those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. I, I can tell you, only through the Holy Spirit in praying can we do this. Amen? There's no way we can do it in the flesh. We will lash out, I guarantee it. But by the Holy Spirit, we're able to do this as we look to Jesus as our example. Had to put this in, uh, had to put this in about God's kindness. Listen to, this, to these powerful words. Romans 2, verse 4. Or do you not, or do you have no regard for the wealth of his kindness? Intolerance and patience, in withholding his wrath, 
are you actually unaware or ignorant of the fact that God's kindness leads you to repentance? That is to change your inner self, your old way of thinking. Seek his purpose for your life. And for this kindness, what are we to do? Seek his purpose for your life. Amen. 1 Corinthians 7, verse 3. 1 Corinthians 7, verse 3. The husband must fulfill his marital duty to his wife with goodwill and kindness. And likewise, the wife to her husband. Kindness and all other fruit of the Spirit to be able to have a godly marriage. Amen. We have to have all the fruit of the Spirit to have a godly marriage. Colossians 3, verse 12. So, as God owned chosen people who are holy, set apart, sanctified for his purposes, and well-beloved by God himself, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, which has the power to endure whatever injustice or unpleasantness comes with good temper. This fruit helps us endure, and with all other fruits too, amen? The, the, sixth, fruit, the sixth fruit of the Spirit is goodness. The sixth fruit of the Spirit is goodness. Psalm 23, verse 6. Surely goodness and mercy and unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell forever throughout all my days in the house in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Thank God for this. Psalms 25, verse 10. Psalms 25, verse 10. All the paths of the Lord are loving kindness and goodness and truth and faithfulness to those who keep his covenant and his testimony. Oh, this is very important, brothers and sisters, that we are to love the Lord thy God with all our hearts, our mind, and soul, that we are to obey and serve him. The fruit of the Spirit only is produced in born-again, Spirit-filled believers. Only by the Spirit and truth by the Spirit, says the Lord, by the Spirit. Psalms 31, verse 19. Psalm 31, verse 19. How great is your, I mean, how great is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who reverently fear you, which you have prepared for those who take refuge in you before the sons of men. How great is his goodness in our life. Amen. Proverbs 15, verse 13. Proverbs 15, verse, excuse me, Proverbs 15, verse 13. Proverbs 15, verse 13. A heart full of joy and goodness makes a cheerful face. But when the heart is full of sadness, the spirit is crushed. Another contrast showing the difference in having the fruit of goodness and the fruit of unrighteousness. Amen. Romans 8, verse 28. Romans 8, 
verse 28, hallelujah. And we know with great confidence that God, who is deeply concerned about us, causes all things to work together as a plan for good for those who love God, to those who are called according to his plan and purpose. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The seventh fruit is faithfulness. Very interesting that it's the seventh fruit. Amen. God's perfect number, seven, faithfulness. Faithfulness is enduring faith that we are to be faithful to the end of this journey here. Amen. Faithfulness is enduring faith that we are to be faithful to the end of this journey here. Psalm 13, verse 5. Psalm 13, verse 5. But I have trusted and relied on and been confident in your loving kindness and faithfulness. My heart shall rejoice and delight in your salvation. Hallelujah. Well, we know that we are to love the salvation he has given us. We are to have joy in the salvation he has given us. And now we are to delight in in his salvation. Hallelujah. Amen. Loving kindness and faithfulness go hand in hand. Psalm 25, verse 10. Psalm 25, verse 10. All the paths of the Lord are loving kindness and goodness and truth and faithfulness to those who keep his covenant and his testimony. As faithfulness is a fruit, it is a path of the Lord too. Amen. As faithfulness is a fruit, it is a path of the Lord too. Amen. Song 37, verse 3. Song 37, verse 3. Trust and rely and have confidence in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed securely on his faithfulness. Amen. We need to eat this fruit of the Spirit like all the other ones daily. Song 85, verse 10. Song 85, verse 10. Oh, glory to your name, Lord. Brothers and sisters, I I don't know if you sense it or feel it yourself, but I do. When you start studying God's word, and we start seeing this about his spirit and the fruit, what joy, what peace, what confidence, And the comforter is comforting us now. Amen. I feel such a presence of the Lord of his peace. Oh, Lord, I pray this peace will will move all over the body of Christ. Lord, the brothers and sisters here, peace pass all understanding. And, Lord, that we can just rest and we have refuge in you. As we sit here at your feet and that we hear the words that you have for us and to fill our hearts and our minds with the goodness of God. We thank you, Lord. Amen. Song 85, verse 10. Song 85, verse 10. Steadfast love and truth and faithfulness meet together. Righteousness and peace kiss each other. Truth 
in faithfulness meet together. Amen. Song 89, verse 24. Song 89, verse 24. My faithfulness in my steadfast loving kindness shall be with him. And in my name shall his horn be exalted. Great power and prosperity shall be conferred, conferred upon him. The Lord here is announcing that this will be in us, brothers and sisters. Amen. My faithfulness in steadfast loving kindness. Let's go to Luke 11, verse 41. Luke 11, verse 41. But give that which is within as charity, that is, acts of mercy and compassion, not as a public display, but the expression of your faithfulness to God. And then, indeed, all things are clean for you. By our mercy and compassion for others, this expresses our faithfulness to God. Amen. Hebrews 12, verse 1. Hebrews 12, verse 1. Jesus, the example. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, who by faith have testified to the truth of God's absolute faithfulness, stripping off every unnecessary weight and the sin which so easily and cleverly entangles us, let us run with endurance and active persistence this race that is set before us, to have absolute faithfulness. Amen. Here is the completeness of faithfulness. Revelations 22, verse 12. Revelations 22, verse 12. Behold, Jesus, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me to give each one according to to the merits of his deeds, earthly works, faithfulness. Glory to God. Amen. For what you do for the Lord and your faithfulness is the kind of rewards you will receive. Amen. Now, let's go to number eight of the fruit of the Spirit, gentleness. Gentleness. Song 18, verse 35. Song 18, verse 35. You have also given me the shield of your salvation, and your right hand upholds and sustains me. Your gentleness, your graciousness, response when I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. The shield of his salvation now. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's see. We are to love the salvation that God gives us. We are to rejoice and have joy in the salvation that God gives us. We are to delight in the salvation that God gives us. And then now it's a shield. His salvation is to us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, how powerful this is. 
a lesson and a lesson about God's salvation, too, as we learn about the fruit of the Spirit. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit, as you reveal things to us and that are important, that, 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 that sustains us and that we're able to stand fast and that we are to hang on to the Lord Jesus, to hang on to the anchor of our soul. Hallelujah. And that we hear your promises and we hear your mighty word of truth. Hallelujah. In these days of so much deceptions and lies, that, Lord, we can stand strong and have peace that passes all understanding because you bring joy in our life of the truth of your word. Hallelujah. Ephesians 4, verse 2. Ephesians 4, verse 2. With all humility, forsaking self-righteousness, in gentleness, maintaining self-control, with patience, bearing with one another in unselfish love. Amen. Brothers and sisters, that we are to be loving one another. We are to pray for one another, be concerned about one another, because, you know, we are family. We are family of God. Amen. We are brothers and sisters. We are one big family of God. Amen. Hallelujah. First Timothy, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We've been learning so much from Timothy lately. I mean, the book of Timothy. Hallelujah. And, and as Paul was writing to Timothy, as he writes it to Timothy, he's writing it to the body of Christ too. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 11. But as for you, O man of God and woman of God, flee from these things, aim at and pursue righteousness, true goodness, moral conformity, I mean, conformity, excuse me, moral conformity to the character of God, godliness, the fear of God, faith, Love, steadfastness, and gentleness. Part of the character of God that should be in our life. This fruit of the Spirit's gentleness too. Amen. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 25. He must correct those who are in opposition with courtesy in gentleness, in the hope that God may grant that they will repent and be led to the knowledge of truth, accurately understanding and welcoming it. Oh, brothers and sisters, the church needs to learn this. Amen. That that we are to uh, admonish or correct uh, brothers and sisters that the Lord leads with gentleness, you know, and courtesy, not judging them but trying to point out the truth to them and, and that they search their hearts and see what the Lord's saying to them. And, you know, how, how much of the word of God does these people that say we're not supposed to repent, would they cut out of the Bible? I mean, everywhere you look, we're supposed to be repenting. Right here it says that uh, when you do this in the way that we're supposed to, that it will grant they will repent and be led to the knowledge of truth. So don't listen to anybody who says you're not supposed to repent. It's a lie from the devil. He just wants you to stay uh, uh, beaten down. He wants you to stay in bondage to sin in the flesh. Repentance brings freedom. Repentance changes the direction you're going in your life. That's what it means. Turn away from your flesh and sin and turn to the living God. Follow his way and go his way. 
for the kingdom of God is at hand. Oh, the world needs to hear this and understand. The glorious God and King is coming. He is coming. <laughs> He's coming with judgment and wrath upon the ones that are sinful, the ones that reject him and shake their fists at him. Oh, God, have mercy on your souls. Who do you think you are? You're just a created one. He is the creator. He is greater than you. You need to get right with God because he is a loving God too. But he is holy and righteous. And he is angry and he is fed up with this world that has turned away from him and turned to the fallen one. God have mercy. Oh, it's time to get right with God. It's time to repent. 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 It's so important. As the Spirit leads you in your life, repent and get right with God. It's so important. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, people need to hear this. God, have mercy on ones that are out there saying that we are not to repent. Oh, Lord, have mercy. It's all in his word. James 3, verse 13. James 3, verse 13. Wisdom from above. Who among you is wise and intelligent? Well, here you go. Who's, I mean, uh, if you listen to God's word, you're wise and intelligent. Ones that are listening to man, the ones that are listening to this frivolous uh, uh, knowledge of man and doctrine of men and doctrine of demons, it uh, pretty well says you're not wise, you're foolish and ignorant. Let him by his good conduct show his good deeds with the gentleness and humility of true wisdom. With gentleness and humility of true wisdom. Amen. This is important. Men about, uh, this is important, men, about our prayers. Listen closely. This is important, men, about our prayers. Listen closely. First Peter 3, verse 7. In the same way, you husbands, live with your wife in an understanding way, with a great gentleness intact, and with an intelligent regard for the marriage relationship. As with someone physically weaker, since she is a woman, show her honor and respect as a follow heir of the grace of life, so that your prayers will not be hindered or ineffective. Amen. Let us learn from you and listen to you about this fruit in how we are to treat our wives. Amen. With gentleness. First Peter three fifteen. First Peter three fifteen. But in your heart set Christ apart as holy, acknowledging him, giving him first place in your life as Lord. Always be ready to give a logical defense to anyone who asks you I mean asks you to account for the hope and confidence assurance Elicit it by faith that is within you, yet do it with gentleness and respect. Amen. Praise God. Don't knock them over the head with God's word. We're supposed to have some kind of tact. We're supposed to be like ambassadors and have gentleness and respect. Amen. As the Spirit leads us. And the last of the fruit of the Spirit is self-control. Oh, don't we need to hear about this one? Self-control. Amen. I mean, we deal, we deal with this old flesh. It does not 
reign within our body. I mean, sin does not reign within our body no more. We have a new Lord and King. That is the Lord Jesus. If any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. All things have become new. I am crucified with Christ, yet I live, not I, but Christ within me. Amen. All right, here we go. Self-control. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, this is some good, this is some good meat today. This is some good wisdom from the Lord. Isn't it? Hallelujah. How we are to be living in such a time as this. Self-control. Proverbs 12, verse 16. The arrogant fool anger is quickly known because he lacks self-control and common sense. There it is. That's what the Word of God says. He lacks self-control and common sense. But a prudent man ignores an insult. Don't take it personally. Remember, when people come against you, it's not necessarily you, but it's the Lord. They're coming against you because you identify with the Lord. Peter tells us to rejoice. Because it shows you that God lives in your heart. Amen? I mean, just like James says, count it all joy. Oh, that we need to learn and mature and not uh, take insults personally. That we would be like uh, Stephen when they were stoning him. When he said, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they do. He learned from the Lord Jesus that Jesus himself was on the cross and said, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they do. What would happen if Jesus didn't do that? Could God the Father have been awful angry and intervened? Could have. But he respected his son, and his son didn't want this on them. He took all our sin. He took all our judgment at the cross. Oh, glory to his name, that we do not have to face the wrath of God. That's another thing, people saying that we're going to go into the tribulation and, 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 and face God's wrath. No, we're his children. He loves us. He's not going to put us on hell on earth. No, the Lord is coming. He's coming to take his own. He's coming to take the ones who love him. He's going to come take the one that loves his appearing and want to be with him. I mean, God will honor your free will. Now, if you choose to say, oh, I haven't been, I haven't been disciplined enough, I, 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 I haven't been punished for my sins, I, I have to go into tribulation and, and be whipped and beaten. No. God has made a way. You've not been appointed to wrath. Christ put the wrath. Listen to the word of God. Don't listen to people. Listen to the word of God. Prove it. Prove anything that you hear, even when I'm telling you. Check it by God's word. This is so important. He wants his word shared. He has put this in my heart since I was a believer, and, and, and that it's been so important that I am to share and to, I pray to teach people, and now as I have matured as a believer, that I want you to know what I know, that you can trust in the Lord thy God with all your heart and lean not on your understanding. Don't lean on the understanding of men and people out there, but confirm it with God's word. Because his word is truth. Amen. Hallelujah to his name. Proverbs 14, verse 29. Proverbs 14, verse 29. He who is slow to anger has great understanding and profits from his self-control. 
but he who is quick-tempered exposes and exalts his foolishness for all to see. That's right, house mama. Praise God. Hallelujah. God is not appointed to into wrath, but through salvation, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Lord. We thank you, and we trust you. Amen. More great wisdom. Proverbs 17, verse 27. Proverbs 17, verse 27. He who has knowledge restrains and is careful with his words. And a man of understanding and wisdom has a cool spirit, self-control, even temperance. Amen. That we be cool, brothers and sisters. So true. Coolness is being self-controlled, a fruit of the spirit. Amen. Everybody talking about being cool? Well, here is cool. By the word of God, control, uh, even temper. Amen. Praise God, a cool spirit. Hallelujah. Hot, not hot, tempered, but we're cool. Amen. Proverbs 25, verse 28. Proverbs 25, verse 28. Like a city that is broken down and without walls, leaving it unprotected, is a man who has no self-control over his spirit. And he sets himself up for trouble. Look at this, brothers and sisters. You want the enemy running over your walls, coming in your doors? It is from lack of self-control. The fruit of the Spirit, amen? The Word of God tells you right here. Amen. Be alert. Be wise. Hear what God is saying. We open the doors. The enemy can't come in unless we open the door. Amen? Matthew 5, verse 5. Matthew 5, verse 5. Blessed, innerly peaceful, spiritual secure, worthy of respect, are the gentle, the kind-hearted, the sweet-spirited, the self-controlled. They will inherit the earth. Amen. Sweet-spirited and self-controlled. Shalom there, uh, Sis Mary. Welcome to the Lord. Thou bless you, sister. Welcome. First Corinthians, verse uh, First Corinthians nine, verse twenty-five. Sweet spirited, Hallelujah. That's awesome. First Corinthians nine, verse twenty-five. Now every athlete who goes into training and competes in the games is discipline and exercise self-control in all things. They do it to win a crown that withers, but we do it to receive an imperishable crown that cannot wither. Amen. For the imperishable crown to be self-controlled. Amen. Praise God. Now, warning to all who does have this fruit in their lives, a warning to all who does have this fruit in their life. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. Nevertheless, God was not pleased with most of them, for they were scattered along the ground in the wilderness because of their lack of self-control, led to disobedience, which led to death. Oh, what a terrible role. What go... That, that goes down 
and down from the lack of self-control to disobedience to finally to death. God have mercy. Do you see how important it is about self-control that we need to pray and ask the Lord, help us, O Lord. Let us have this fruit in our lives. Because self-control leads to, I mean, uh, lack of self-control leads to disobedience. And you don't want to be there. We are to be obedient to the Lord. Amen? Oh, yes, Lord. I pray that the fruit of self-control grows within the life of each of us here, Lord. Glory to your name. Ephesians 4, verse 10. I mean, excuse me. Ephesians 4, verse 2. Ephesians 4, verse 2. With all humility, forsaking self-righteousness. Uh-oh. There's the one. And gentleness, maintaining self-control with patience, bearing with one another in unselfish love. Isn't it amazing some of these scriptures? I know I've repeated, but the fruit is in, in each one of them. Different parts of the fruit in, in each one of them, as Paul points it out, and as King David points it out in Psalms, it's some of the same fruits. Praise God. Hallelujah. That was pointing out, God was pointing out to us how important these fruits are. What, what goes on in our life, what we produce, what we do, what we say, what we think. Amen. Second Timothy 1, verse 7. Second Timothy 1, verse 7. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity or cowardice or fear, but he has given us a spirit of power, of love, a sound mind. I mean, excuse me, a sound judgment and personal discipline, abilities that result in a calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. Amen. Powerful truth. Hallelujah. God has not given the spirit of fear, but well-balanced mind and self-control and love. Amen. Again, God warning us about the times we're living in here, this next scripture. Hallelujah. God has been speaking to us a lot in Timothy. Praise God. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 3. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 3. And they will be unloving, devoid of natural human affection, callous and inhuman. Now, on this one, I can say we know what this is talking about. I don't know if y'all been hearing what I've been hearing. There has been a growing meninginus, meninginus in gay men. It has been growing, and they don't understand why. You better be listening, because what you sow is what you reap. You better turn away from this lifestyle and understand who you are. God has made you a man. He's made you a woman. He's not changed you in the midst of your life. This is a lie out of a pit of hell. The ones where you get this idea from is in your mind, and that's where the enemy brings his schemes and his little uh, misleading deceptions and lies. This avoid of natural affection, this means affection for the same sex or animals or whatever. I mean, I'm hearing all kind of crazy stuff this day. That's another sign of the days we're living in the last day. Some woman wanting to love a, uh, a tree want to marry a tree? Another person wants to marry his computer? Oh, foolish people, wake up. Know the truth of God's word and understand who you are and what he made you. 
Amen? Inreconcilable, malice, gossip, listen to this one, devoid of self-control. Oh, we've been seeing that, haven't we? Intemperate, immoral, brutal, haters of good, devoid of self-control. This is very dangerous for your eternal future. Amen? Devoid of self-control is very dangerous for your eternal future. All right, let's go to Titus 6. I mean, excuse me, Titus 2. There's not a 6. Titus 2, verse 6. Titus 2, verse 6. In a similar way, urge the young men to be sensible and self-controlled and to behave wisely, taking life seriously. God wants you to take life seriously. This thing about everybody said, eat, drink, and be merry. Tomorrow we die is another lie at the pit of hell. Yes, the Lord wants you to enjoy life. But he don't want you focused on entertainment and your personal enjoyment, partying, and whatever else that uh, floats your boat. That you're supposed to take life seriously. And that you're supposed to be, get your life right with God for eternity. And then this life can be a lot easier than having uh, the wrath of God hanging over your head. Because that's what it says in John. That if you deny Christ and you don't believe in him or receive him, the wrath of God is hanging over you. Oh, Lord, that's one black, dark cloud you don't want hanging over you. I can tell you that now. Very important. Not just young men, but all of us. Behave wisely in taking life seriously. God takes life seriously. So we are supposed to, too. Amen. So now we see why we are producing the fruit of the Spirit. This proves who we are. This shows us that we are growing and maturing and hopefully producing good, godly fruit. Amen? We need the gift of the Holy Spirit to be able to produce this fruit. We can do nothing without the Lord Jesus. He has filled us with his Spirit to help and make us produce this fruit. Amen? John 4 uh, uh, John 4 verses 13 and 14. This is the word of the Lord. Jesus answered her, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water that I give him will never be thirsty again. But the water that I give him will become in him a spring of water, satisfying, satisfying his thirst for God, welling up, continually flowing, bubbling within him to eternal life. This is from the Spirit of God, amen? Living water, hallelujah. Drink, receive from the Holy Spirit. Drink of the living water of God. Let it flow with inside you, hallelujah. That it's bringing up, that it's waters that are not stagnated, but they're like rushing waters, hallelujah, that are moving, hallelujah, in your life, hallelujah. We move and breathe. By the Spirit of the living God. Amen. He makes us move and breathe. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me get another drink. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. I hope everybody's enjoying this this lesson, learning about the fruit of the Spirit. Amen. I know I am. Romans 8, verses 12 through 17. Praise God. Hallelujah. Romans 8, 12 through 17. So then we have an obligation 
but not to our flesh, our human nature, our worldliness, our sinful capacity to live according to the impulses of the flesh, our nature without the Holy Spirit. Verse 13, for if we are living according to the impulses of the flesh, you're going to die. Uh, God doesn't pull no punches. He tells you right like it is. But if you are living by the power of the Holy Spirit, you are habitually putting to death the simple deeds of the body. You will, you will really live forever. Hallelujah. Isn't that powerful? Knowing that the Holy Spirit in our life is putting to death the simple deeds of our body. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. For all who are allowing themselves to be led by the Spirit of God are sons and daughters of God. For you have not received a spirit of slavery leading again to fear of God's judgment. But you have received the spirit of adoption as sons. The Spirit producing sonship, by which we joyfully cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies and confirms together with our spirit, assuring us that we believers are children of God. Hallelujah. And if we are his children, then we are his heirs also. Heirs of God. In followers, follow, excuse me, follow heirs with Christ, sharing his spiritual blessing and inheritance. If we indeed we share with his suffering, so that we may also share with his glory. Hallelujah, brothers and sisters. With the Holy Spirit, this will happen in your life. Fruit will be produced by the Holy Spirit working in your life. Amen. Amen. I know, sis Mary, as someone married a cat, God have mercy. You know they have a mind that's not set on Christ. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Because he said it is a, a, a marriage is a man and a woman. That a man is supposed to leave his parents and cling to his wife. It didn't say uh, cling to uh, another man. It said cling to his wife. Amen. It didn't say cling to a tree. It didn't say cling to a cat. It didn't say cling to a computer. It said cling to his wife. Amen. Listen to the word of God. Listen to God Almighty, the creator. He knows what's best, and he's commanded it us. Better take heed and obey. Amen. Finish with this. Revelations 22, verses 6 through 21. You are invited to be blessed. Then he said to me, these words are faithful and true. And the Lord, the God of spirits of the prophets, has sent his angel as a representative to show his bondservants the things that must soon take place. And behold, I am coming quickly. Blessed, happy, prosperous to be admired is the one who heeds and takes to heart and remembers the words of the prophecy that is the predictions that calls Collocations and warnings contained in this book scroll. John and the one who heard and saw these things. And when I heard and saw them, I fell down to worship before the feet of that of the angel who showed me these things. But he said to me, Do not do that. 
I'm a fellow servant with you and your brothers and the prophets and with those who heed and remember the truth contained in the word of this book. Worship God. And this is a good, good wisdom here because the devil come as an angel of light. We are not to worship angels. We are to worship the Lord God and only him. Amen. And he said to me, do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book, for the time of their fulfillment is near. It's near each day as it goes by. As each day goes by, it's near. Amen. Let the one who does wrong still do wrong. And the one who is filthy, foul and pure, still be filthy. And the one who is righteous, just upright, still be righteous. And the one who is holy, still be holy. Verse 12. Behold. I am Jesus, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me. And to give each one according to his merit of his deeds, earthly works, faithfulness. I am the Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end, the eternal one. Blessed, happy, prosperous, to be admired are those who wash their robes, hallelujah, in the blood of Christ by believing and trusting in him, the righteous who do. His commandment, so that they may have the right to the tree of life. They may enter by the gates into the city, outside of the dogs, the godless, the impure, those who lore moral character, and the sorcerers with intoxicating drugs and magic arts. Lord have mercy, is that happening in our world today? God have mercy, people dependent on the things of man. God have mercy. And the immoral persons, the perverted, molesters, and the adulterers, and the murderers, and the idolaters, I mean the idolaters, and everyone who loves and practices lying, cheating, lying, deception, cheating. Oh, Lord have mercy. You see, brothers and sisters, as you see these words, they're the results of people's lives. That can all change as you repent and come to Christ and he makes you a new creation, a new born again, and you're forgiven. But if you are not, then this is what you are. You are considered as dogs, God of mercy, outside, not into the throne and not into heaven. I, Jesus, in verse 16, this is, this is the great part, the final invitation. Here's the final invitation from the Lord. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you and to give you assurance of these things for the churches. I am the root, the source of the life, I mean of life, and the offspring of David, the radiant and the bright morning star. The Holy Spirit and the bride, the church believers say, come. And let the one who hears say, come. And let the one who is thirsty, come. And let them who wishes to take and drink of the water life without cost. Hallelujah. It's free. God has made it possible. Receive his precious gift of salvation, of grace, and of mercy and love. I testify and warn everyone who hears the words of this prophecy, this book, its predictions, the consolations and the admonitions. If anyone adds anything to them, God will add 
to him the plagues, the afflictions, and calamities, which are written in this book. And if anyone takes away and distorts the words of this prop, the book of this prophecy, God will take away from that one his share from the tree of life and from the holy city, New Jerusalem, which are written in this book. Verse 20, he who testifies and affirms these things says, yes, I am coming quickly, Am I mean, amen, come Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus, the Christ, the Messiah, be with you all, the saints, all believers, those set apart for God. Amen. Brothers, sisters, and all who are listening, there has to be fruit. This fruit has to be produced in your life daily. You have to be filled with the Spirit of God to be able to be changed and glorified to enter into the kingdom. To enter into the true rest of God for your soul. Amen. The warning is in this scripture too. To all who are not born again and not producing godly fruit, you will be outside with the dogs of hell. Because you cannot enter the kingdom of God without the Holy Spirit in your lives now. God have mercy. Fruit of the Spirit. Fruit of the Spirit. There you go. Bye.
Sinai, in Solomon's temple, and in the upper room. His presence, hallelujah. The glory of God also refers to demonstrations of his power that brings honor and praise to his name. The Holy Spirit has already interceded for our children through Moses. It is our responsibility to believe and confess and praise God for the fulfillment of his divine design. Prayer decoration. Lord God, I declare that I am a servant of God. I renew my commitment to serve your purpose in this world because I am yielded in this way. I expect you to work in my life and I expect to participate in your works in this world. I also to confess by faith in this promise that your glory will be manifest to my child. I praise you supernaturally revealing your power and greatness. And as I put the names of our children in, you put the names of your children and family in. Your greatness to Josh, Emma, April, Bobby, uh, Jessica, and their spouses, and their children, and Lord, for the grandchildren, O oh Lord, and, and for all the family members, I pray that praise might flow from his or her life upward. Yes, Lord, and let me not forget Veronica either. Praise God. Bless Veronica too. And in your th to your throne, Lord, I trust you to be glorious things in, for, and through my child. And that will bring glory to your name forevermore. In the, in the name of Jesus, amen. Let it be so. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. But you know that in the name of the Lord, oh, we need this in this day and time. In the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the, in the name of the Lord. Glory to his wonderful name. Praise his wonderful name. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And in his eyes 
God. Praise God. Before we get to prayer, brothers and sisters, hallelujah. What a glorious, glorious worship song in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. There is strength, power, and hope. And the Lord wants you to know, he, he shared, uh, he, he showed me this song. I mean, it was powerful. There was two or three songs that the Lord showed me that I need to share. I want to tell you, the Lord is saying to you, it's not over yet. It's not over yet. Amen. They are inside your hands. You got a voice that sounds. You won't get past this one. You won't win your freedom. It's like a constant war. And you want to settle that Yeah! 
Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. We're brothers and sisters showing the love for one another. One of the things we're supposed to do is pray and intercede for one another. Uh, this is the time that we come together here as we uh, get toward the end of the service to pray for one another. Amen. And pray what God puts on our hearts. Uh, I would ask you, Sis Sunshine, uh, how is your husband friend John doing? Uh, we have a, Do we have an update on that? Is that one of the prayer requests we've been praying about? And uh, uh, yes, we keep praying for the persecuted church and persecuted Christians for sure. And uh, uh, let's pray for Sis. Uh, sis, I guess you could send a, a text to uh, Sis Brenda on the updates about your husband's papers and that we're still praying and, ho and, and hopefully, praise God, that uh, Hosea Jr. is being filled with the Holy Spirit for the presence of the Holy Spirit is here so powerful. Amen. Uh, brothers and sisters, I have a couple of prayer requests. Um, I found out at the start of the service, I got a text. My son is on his way from Arizona to here to Texas unexpectedly. I I don't know what, uh, you know, hope everything's okay, but uh, he said he's coming home. So he must have found a, a time and um, able to do this that he's driving. And then he was at, um, uh, he was at near El Paso, Texas, heading this way to Fort Worth. So y'all be praying for travel mercies for him. Be praying for my wife, Sis Brenda, as she has such a merciful heart and, and she cares and loves for one of her dear friends. Uh, her friend is named Don and her, uh, mother and we need to pray for her father don's father because he's in hospice right now brothers and sisters and he's at the he's getting near the end of his life and that um that he's comforted and at peace and i believe he knows christ that's a great thing and that uh bring comfort and peace and wisdom to the family and help uh, my wife to be strengthened and able to be there and stand and, and to lift up her friend Don and her mother there and, and father to, uh, to be a blessing there. Amen. Praise God. Now, anyone else have prayer? Uh, amen. That's right, Sister Mary. Thank God for hospice. Uh, uh, I know when my father was in there, those people were very gracious, very merciful toward my father. They really have concern for the people that are the ones I've come in contact with. Okay. Praise report. So far, so good. He's working the contract at the moment. Thanks for you. Amen. Praise God. The Lord will hear our prayers. Prayer of the righteous availeth much, because we are the children of God. He He wants to uh, bless His children. He wants He He wants to uh, uh, to answer what we're we're praying about from our heart, because our heart is supposed to be uh, like His. Amen. Amen. Toward the family, too. Yes, Sister Mary. And uh, can you pray for Finland? Yes, brother. We can pray for the nation of Finland. Oh, yes, and all of Europe. I know, brother. Pray for Finland. Amen. Pray for the nation of, pray for the nation of Finland. Amen. For revival. Come to Finland. Amen. Hallelujah. Pray for the nation of Finland and Europe. Amen. And let's see. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, build us up so we can go clear and uh, go and clear. Amen. That's true, <laughs> brother Al. Yes. Uh, pray for the sick in hospitals. Amen. For healing. Pray for healing. For all who are sick and oppressed of the devil. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, it's moving fast here. Hang on. Let me not miss something here. Okay. Pray for Finland, Cleveland Hospital. Amen. Yes, this sunshine for the elderly and homeless and poor. Amen. Pray for all in bondage. I'm going to put this here. Because people need to be set free from the enemy. He's so mean, cruel. Pray for uh, pray for people. I mean, pray to be set free, to be set to be set free from from uh, bondage. Amen. From bondage of the devil and flesh. What a terrible scourge on man. Pray for our brothers in blue. Yes. Amen. Yes, for the police. Yeah, pray for uh yeah, all lives matter. Amen. Pray for uh our police. Amen. All over the place. They put their lives online for our protection. And pray for the homeless and be persecuted. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Anyone else? Let me check my phone here. I think maybe you got a text here. Uh let me look here. Let me look here. Come on, phone. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Okay, we'll keep praying, sis. We'll keep praying for uh, Sis Crystal, for Jose, that he'll, uh, the immigration process, that he makes it through. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. We'll keep praying. And let me check. Okay. Okay, I was checking my son if there was a new text message from him, but okay, amen. I already knew that part. Okay, what else we got? Uh, uh, pray for, uh, yes, Christians in Damascus around the world, yes, amen, for the persecuted Christians. Amen, we have that. Uh, pray for the lost souls in Lucrum, oh, yes. Oh, oh, they need to wake up, don't they? They need to become uh, hot. Amen. We need to wake up old sleepers. Amen. The backsliders, everybody that is away from God. Oh, they need to get back, get, get right with God. Pray for the, for the uh, lukewarm backsliders. Amen. Need to pray for believers to be spirit filled. Pray for believers to be spirit-filled. The gift of the Father. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. All right. Praise God. I think we need to go to the Lord in prayer time. Amen. That's right. That's right. Uh, is it brother? Is it brother Alex or? Uh, Alex Roller, is this a sis? Uh, I, I'm sorry, I have to ask, but I want to, you know, make sure I'm addressing you right. Are you a sister or brother in Christ, Alex? Amen. Well, you're a believer in Christ. I know that much. Hallelujah. Okay, here we go. Gonna find out for sure. Amen. All right, brother. Praise God. I was. I mean. There's been since, you know, some women named Alex, but that's fine. Amen. Bless you, brother. All right. Thank God. I know now. 
I just try to, I want to make, you know, sure I'm dressing somebody correctly. Amen. All right, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. Father God, we thank you and praise you for this night. Lord God, we're grateful that we can come before you at the mercy seat by your blood. Lord, that you are our great high priest and our intercessor, the great intercessor. The Lord, that we learn from you, Lord that we learn from you and that we learn from the Holy Spirit who is always interceding for us. Oh, praise God, hallelujah. That we learn from the Father and that we learn to be concerned about others and, and have love for one another. Lord God, I just thank you and praise you for this night. We thank you for teaching us about the fruit of the Spirit and the kind of fruit we need to be bearing, that we need to be uh, producing, excuse me, and bearing, bear the fruit and producing. Lord God, I pray that this grows within our hearts and we understand more, that you're preparing us more each day, that, that we are to be ye ready and looking for the coming of the Lord. Lord God, I pray for my son Josh as he travels, Lord. I pray you watch over and protect him. I pray you give him wisdom and keep him alert and awake as he travels. Watch over him, Lord, as he comes home. Lord God, I pray for my wife Brenda and for her good friend Don, and I pray for her mother and her father and lord god i just lift them up and pray for the comfort and the peace that pass understanding in their lives i pray you watch over and protect them and i pray you bring the family together and that they pray and and, and that they honor uh her father for his life and that lord he's looking for you and he's looking to go to his rest lord god i pray for the nation of finland and europe Oh, Lord, I pray for your spirit to move and touch the hearts there. Open their eyes to the truth, oh, Lord. Open their hearts to the truth. And, Lord, that they may not be lied to uh, from man and religion and, and, and from governments, oh, Lord, but they see that they need you, Lord, in their lives. They need salvation and life for Finland and Europe, oh, Lord, and for the rest of the world, too. For, Lord, we pray for healing. We pray for healing for all that are sick and all that are oppressed of the devil, Lord, that you have come to set the captive free, that, Lord, you're the great physician, and that, Lord, you can touch life, and by your stripes we are healed. And, Lord, more that our hearts are healed because of the blood that was poured out at Calvary, oh, Lord. That is the most important thing in people's life. The true healing is the healing of the heart and being reconciled to God. But, Lord, we know that by your power of the Spirit, you're able to heal people's uh, bodies and their minds and their hearts. And, Lord, that you're able to open the eyes of the blind and open the ears of the deaf so they can hear and see and know that God is good and that he wants the best for his people. Lord God, we pray for all that are uh, uh, in bondage, that are oppressed and persecuted, the homeless and the lost and and, and, and people caught up in addictions of drugs and the prostitutes and the ones on the streets, Lord, and the ones that are abandoned. Lord, they understand that you are the father of the fatherless. And, Lord, we pray you break the bondage and break the chain of the devil on the people, oh, Lord, that you set them free from the devil in their flesh and that they will become who you want them to be. Lord God, that why one man's sin came in the world, but the other man, the man of God, the one that was man and God, Christ, has brought freedom. And he has healed the people, hallelujah, that he has brought freedom. Freedom from you, Lord Jesus, for who the Son set free.
free. It's free indeed. True freedom. Hallelujah to your name. Lord God, we pray for the police. We pray for the men in blue. We pray you watch over and protect them and their families. Lord, guard their backs. Lord, guard their hearts, and I pray that they're calling out to you with their life on the line each day. That, Lord, we're all just one breath away. And these next people need to understand that the lukewarm, the backsliders, the ones that are caught up in religion, self-righteous, the prideful, the arrogant, the lustful, all different parts of flesh and sin that they need in God and ask forgiveness and repent and turn away from their wicked ways. And turn to the Lord because we're all one breath away from eternity. And then you need to be right with God and be right with Christ, your Lord and Savior. Lord, we pray for Lord, we pray for believers. We pray for born again believers to be spirit filled, Lord. That religions and denominations have taught people differently. Even taught them that the the things of the book of Acts is dead. No, we serve a God of life. Don't listen to the lies of the enemy and men in trying to control you, but trust the Lord and know that there is a baptism of the Spirit of God. As you become a believer and born again, you have to receive the gift of God to be able that he make him Lord of your life and to serve him. The only way you can serve him is by the Spirit. Father God, I thank you for each one here and each one that is listening by phone, Sis Crystal. Sis Brenda, Father, Brother Al, Brother Ivan, Sis Mary, Sis Sunshine, Brother Alex, Sis Irrigate, Sis Marietta, Sis House Mama. Lord, bless our brothers and sisters in Christ. Lift them up. Anoint them, Lord. Let the Spirit of God, the fruit of the Spirit, grow in their lives. I pray, Lord, that we all be encouraged and know that you never leave us or forsake us. That, Lord, you're always with you. You love us so much. You love us before we ever thought about loving you. We're grateful, Lord. And I pray you'll bless them and strengthen them, them and their families, Lord. And we pray for our lost loved ones. And we pray that, Lord, you are able to save them. And I pray, Lord, that they would take heed as a father has drawn them in this late hour. And the time of salvation is now. Lord God, I pray that we are light in this world of darkness. Lord, that we, are, that we show hope and that we show what God can do in their lives as of what you have done for us. Lord, that we trust you and praise you. I pray that we stay faithful to you and we give you all the glory and praise tonight. And Lord, we thank you and honor you in the name of Jesus and all of God's people said amen. And brothers and sisters, as we read that last talking about what the results of the fruit of the Spirit is and what the completeness of it is in Revelations 22. Say, as John says, even as the Lord Jesus so, even so I come, even so come, Lord Jesus, even so come. Hallelujah.
shining in the darkness. Amen. The light in me as we finish up tonight.